Who, me? Yes, you. What you want? Saturday. You know what that means. It's now time for the Saturday morning sleeping. Oh, yes. With Mike, V. Sanders. Everybody and welcome to the brand new podcast, the Saturday Morning Sleep In Independent Artist Series. These podcasts will be dedicated to all the independent artists out there across the country and locally here in St. Paul, Minnesota. On today's first episode, I talk to hip-hop artist Brain Rap. Brain Rap is from Maryland. We talk about how he got into hip-hop performing, and we also listen to two of his songs, and at the end of the podcast, you'll want to stay tuned and you'll be able to find out how you can hear them right here in St. Paul, Minnesota. So thank you for listening to the very first episode of the Independent Artist Series. All right, uh, we are joined now by Brain Rap, a hip-hop artist out of Maryland. Brain, thanks for taking time out of your schedule and uh, joining me here today. Hey, no problem at all. I'm happy, happy to be a part of this. Now, you uh, will be in town in St. Paul coming up here. Uh, We will get to that in the podcast uh, later on, but I just kind of want to get to know you a little bit better. This is the first time you and I have talked and probably the first time a lot of the listeners have uh, heard who you are, Um, but you are born and raised in Maryland, correct? Yes, that's correct. Um, From Columbia, Maryland. And in as far as... uh, geography goes how where is that in reference to baltimore yes um it's pretty much smack in between dc and baltimore i'm about 20 20 minute drive outside of baltimore and about 30 45 30 35 40 uh from dc depending on traffic of course right what's your favorite thing to do out there in maryland my favorite thing to do in maryland that's a great question. Well, I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, coffee, so I, I am, <laughs> am known to go seek out a really good coffee shop or basically anyone, test them out. Um, that's kind of one thing that I, I definitely enjoy doing. Right. Now, there's a, here in, in the Twin Cities, there's a lot of uh, little small coffee shops that are starting to pop up, but a couple of them um, are able, you're able, you know, they have uh, musical guests involved um have you ever performed at a coffee house or anything like that you know i haven't um so much but it's on my list of things to do it's actually something that i would love to do i have something in the back of my mind that i'm kind of planning for the future where maybe i i go and and tour around the country in that way um i I like the intimacy of a coffee shop um i think people who who enjoy coffee, who enjoy those kind of spaces, um, kind of identify with, with some of my music. So um, I definitely, definitely would love to do that at some point. Well, there's a uh, place over here called the uh, Underground Music Cafe in St. Paul. 
Uh, if yeah. You, if you decide to do that, I would recommend that spot. It's a very intimate uh, joint, and uh, the stage, they have a, a, a big stage, uh, you know, compared to uh, some of the other places around here. But uh, if you think about really? it, yeah, that's probably one you want to put on your list to see if you can get that. Well, there, I think so. this is uh, this is going to be my homework for after the call. <laughs> um, <laughs> I appreciate it. You gave me some some more stuff to Google today. It's already been a I've been, lo- you know, I've been looking around. I like to try to, you know, I'm trying to do my research in the area and just, you know, there's so much there's so much you can learn on the Internet. And then there's so much that you can't just get on the internet you know especially when it comes to you know yelp is only so good for certain right. things you can only ask google so many questions <laughs> right. you know in so many ways and yes. you know it's just nice that it's there's there's that human element that the computers just don't have right now that's good at recommending you things right so i appreciate that no problem uh, now i want to talk about your your first exposure to hip-hop i was looking on uh, your website uh, earlier this week, um, yeah, you stole your sister's Outcast album, Aquaman and I. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I stole, I stole Quam and I from her um, at some point. You know, I mean, you can only really steal so much from your sister. So it was right. like I kind of like borrowed it <laughs> okay. and then probably never returned it. Um, maybe she wasn't that into it. Maybe somebody, I think she got it as a Christmas gift. So maybe someone who's just kind of guessing, they're like, oh, you, you probably like this. And, you know, she right. wasn't too worried about it because I'm, well, I know for a fact that it's it's definitely still in my possession to this day. Um, and that was a long time ago. Yeah. Now, what what was it about that that album that kind of spoke to you and opened your, your eyes to hip hop? You know, I think it, it was just like, the the words the language i think really struck me i don't know what it was about it i think it was just the fact that like it seemed you know how like when well i mean if you're not like a native speaker or you don't if you're not like fluent in like spanish or other languages for that matter like when you listen to them they sound like they're really fast like i know when i was taking spanish it always sounded like it was coming at me very quickly but i don't think they speak any faster in terms of words per minute than you know than than english speakers or any other language um i think it's just how your brain hears it so like hearing hearing outcasts um and and rap for that matter but it was really that i was just like wow it's so fast but like i had the booklet so i could read along and i was like well they're you know they're this is english like these are words like i know that they're saying words but i can't understand it right you know it's like I, i can't understand it um and you know and also too is the um is their accent so like that southern um you know dirty south accent hip-hop culture was like completely new to me so like hearing words with their drawl also was really cool to me i mean to this day i think there's no better vocal especially for hip-hop than like that southern draw like that just is immediately captivating to me sure um you know i hear it in you know in more current artists like big crit sounds like some of the best things i loved about you know outcast a ball and mjg pimp c um ugk you know on on and on but yeah i think that was really it was just like the the language the fact that i couldn't understand it but it was there to be understood I just had to get better at listening to it. 
And what, how long did that take for you to 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 get used to hearing that kind of cadence in the in the hip hop? <laughs> I don't know. That could have that could have <laughs> taken years. I don't. Right. I don't have a good estimation on that one, just because it was so much. I mean, even to this day, I think there's just things that like I can't hear right, or I just hear them wrong. Like there have been there's lyrics to songs I've been listening to for for you know a decade now and then i just hear it one day and i'm like oh that's what they're saying and it just happens to me so i you know i don't know that any of that ever goes away and i think maybe that probably happens with my music too sure for other people where they're not entirely sure what i said but it just sounded cool <laughs> <laughs> right well then it gets them to go back and listen to your songs over and over again so maybe right, they catch exactly. other things that's... that that they didn't hear right. the first time it's, it's... Exactly. Re- replayability is a huge is a huge factor. Right. Now, when did you get starting started performing in front of crowds and and actually doing hip hop um, in front of people and and groups? So I had joined a um, like underground. Well, it wasn't really underground, but it was called the Underground Roots when I was in. Um, at school in Maryland and it was like a freestyle like hip-hop cypher club it was actually really cool because we like meet on campus somebody would bring like some speakers in a boom box and like we would just play beats off like YouTube or if somebody had some instrumentals we'd like play and we literally just like freestyle just off the top like in a group people would be walking by who weren't participating because we couldn't really get a place to like meet inside sure. um because not a lot of people wanted that uh so we would just be outside on campus somewhere people would walk by you know you draw a crowd and it was just that was a lot of fun um so like those were kind of like my first performances even though i wasn't performing any of my music but it was like really good preparation for when i would get on stage because by the time i did you know i already knew kind of how to project my voice how to you know, just to carry myself as a performer, sure. um, Some stage which I think presence. helped. It helped a lot. Yeah, exactly. No, uh, when you were performing out um, out on campus outdoors, was it uh, a lot of freestyle or was it uh, stuff you'd written? How did that go? Yeah, it was definitely. Um, it was freestyle. Like I, I got really a lot better at freestyling by being out there. Um, you know, people would come through and do writtens. Um, but primarily I think we were all, especially the people who came regularly, who knew that it was more like of a for fun thing and that like, you know, you weren't about to get a record deal out here on, you know, on on the side of campus somewhere. So like you could really just have fun. And if you, you, you messed up partial part of the way through, like you were going to survive, it was going to be okay. (laughs) Um, because a lot of people were really like worried about that so they would come through and they would do their writtens and all that stuff yeah i think that it's something you know i I like one of the things i like about uh hip-hop is a lot of them started off as you know the artists start off as freestyle rappers where they don't have to worry about it um and they can kind of get a feel of what works and what doesn't work um but i think the the art of freestyle is something that uh it's kind of hard because some you know when i write uh stories and and things like that and i can go back and 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 fix things uh when i'm doing uh stories but when i'm doing things live off the cuff sometimes that's hard i don't think people realize how hard that is no absolutely not i mean it's not 
it's not easy. It's, you know, I think they've done studies. They put, I think one of my friends that I actually, uh, was in the club with, they like hooked them up to like a, like an fMRI, uh, scanner and like measured their brain activity, like while they're freestyling. It's pretty interesting how it all works because there are people who are really, really phenomenal. Like I'm good. People who don't freestyle might say I'm great. But, like, there were people who I knew that were just absolutely phenomenal in doing it. And, and just how your brain is working at that speed. Um, you know, and not necessarily just, like, you know, rhyming words is one thing. But, like, having content and, like, context and saying things while, you know, just completely off the top is, is just, it's, it's really, a, you know, it's really an art um, as well as a science, you know. So... That was that was like a really cool, organic way for me to begin performing, too. You know, like that's one of those relics of like, you know, what would people would call like true hip hop culture is, you know, the idea of like a freestyle cypher. Like, you know, there's no microphones, there's no cameras. It's just really people exchanging ideas. Um, and that is that was pretty cool to be a part of that. All right, now you have, uh, you released three EPs, is that correct? Have I? Three, three, three. I think it might be four, four now? but okay. it, it just depends um, on kind of where you start or where you look for my music because some sure. of them aren't all there. Like if you're on my website, you probably didn't see my first release. Was it um, an album called More Than I Am? Um, most people, a lot of people began counting it around like Feels Good. A lot of other people became counting at elevator music, you know, then later with roller coasters. So right. technically four, but you know, all these things are like, you know, they're, they're a progression for me. So, um, you know, the fact that wherever the entry point is for people is what's important, I think. Yeah. Now you've opened for some, some established names. Uh, I see you've opened for Sidon, yeah. Logic, Jadakiss, J-Rock. How did those performances come about? Did they contact you, or did somebody mention them, uh, mention you to them, or how did how does that work out? Some of these were pretty early on, like Logic. So Logic is an interesting story, especially because he's you know incredibly relevant after the Grammy performance and everything. But like he's somebody who I knew from basically the ground up at at Maryland. So he was actually one of those people who would come through. Because he's from Gaithersburg, which is a suburb like, you know, 20, 30 minutes away from where I grew up. Um, And he would actually come through and perform all written material always. And it would annoy all of us greatly um, who would actually be there all the time because you get that like people are like, oh, wow, he's so nice. And I'm like, no, it's all written. Like, you don't (laughs) understand. Like, yes, he's a good he's a good writer. Don't get me wrong but this is not a freestyle and like it was just really funny um so you know that those openings were like back at maryland like when he was still getting his start right. um saigon i think i did that up in new york j-rock um and especially like the more recent openings um those have been through like i'll just be out like at different events and you know i'll run into booking agents and talent buyers and things like that and i'm I'm a pretty like personable in-person kind of person. Um, so, you know, I just get to talking to people and 
you know, because I've done things and carried myself a certain way, I'll just send them an email and say, hey, you know, there's, um, I see so-and-so is coming to town. If you have any room for, you know, an opening act, I'd love to be a part of that, you know, and more often than not, they'll just be like, okay, cool, you know, awesome. Um, and those are fun, you know, like opening, getting it, you know, to share a stage with some of those bigger name acts. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool. Um, it's not as cool as like people think it is like you're backstage hanging out, um, you know, chopping it up with whoever you're opening for. It's not like that at all, or at least not in my, um, in, not in my experience. Is there uh, somebody that's out there right now that you would like to open for? Um, oh, that's a great question. I feel like there's always somebody I would love to open for. Um, I would really, I really enjoyed opening for Odyssey. I would love to do like a leg of a tour with him. I would love to open again or really just be more involved like musically with him. He's an artist that like I respect a ton. Um, and I really like identify with his music and just what he's been able to do. And also another person from that's from from the area that, you know, was able to, to you know, a lot of people don't know they you know, he lives out in Brooklyn, so they don't necessarily affiliate him with, you know, the DMV area, but he's definitely from out here. All right. Now, we're going to play a couple of your tracks uh, here in a little bit uh, for the listeners. Uh, the first track um, that we're going to play the, that you sent me is Roller Coaster. Um, yeah. that's, that's off your, your latest EP, correct? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what was what was your inspiration behind that track? Um, man, like just, just you know, it was like the, everybody, I think most people are familiar with the, the saying, you know, life is, life is like a roller coaster, life is a roller coaster that kind of like ups and downs thing. But like what I found is that in reality, it's not really like up, then down, up, then down. It's like you have ups and downs at the exact same time. And depending on how you feel that day or in that moment, you might be focused or, you know, your attention is drawn to one or, or the other, um, you know, that particular time in my life. And, and currently like, that's how that's how it is uh, like you know there are good things there are really amazing things when i wrote this song there was great things happening for me and there were also like some really bad ones and some negative things and it was just me being kind of aware of that um in that moment that i think led to the creation of that song and uh out of the the two that you sent me that one i i think that sounds more like the upbeat uh fun track um which is what right. i got out of it um, yeah. Not, not that uh, the other one is is you know a downer, but out of, out of those two, I just feel like it's the the beat uh, to uh, to roller coaster. Um, you know, there's a lot of fun behind it. I think, um, which is uh, right. something that, you know when you I'm listening to it and I'm you know bobbing my head a little bit. <laughs> you know, and it's like oh, I can get into this. Um, what what pops into your head first when you're when you're writing uh, tracks? Is it the beat or the lyrics, or do you come up with the lyrics and kind of think of what kind of beat you want to put behind it? How does that work out? Um, so, a lot of times, because I work with like other producers and they're really involved with like making the beat. Like, so Stephen, uh, 
Padilla, who produced the whole album, like he just actually gave me a whole folder of beats at one time. And so that was just one of them. And I just, I heard it. I remember I was on the bus on the way home from New York and I just started, I just started writing. Like one thing that I try to do is to not overthink when I'm creating is just to really just like let something go and just see where it takes me. And that's how a lot of my concepts come about. Like I didn't go into that song being like, all right, well, you know, there's ups and there's downs and there's this. Like I wrote, I wrote the hook way later. I had the three verses written and I actually wrote the hook like when I was recording, when I went to just go record it, I was just doing like a rough recording. I was like, all right, you know, I'll get these verses down and I'll come up with a chorus. And literally that's, you know, in 10 minutes I wrote the hook to it. Um, and it was just one of those kind of like inspirational moments of inspiration. But, you know, I just try not to overthink it and just, you know, really listen to it and, and do something that, you know, I feel like the beats and instrumentals, you know, like they have a story of their own that they're trying to tell. And sometimes you just like have to listen to it and try to get it out of it. Welcome and thank you for riding Brain Raps Roller Coaster. Please keep all arms, legs, and gears inside the vehicle at all times. Strap on your seatbelt. It's gonna be an up and ride. Yeah. Let's bring it. Start this off on a high note. Low key flies as a psycho. Wasn't born great, but success in my fate keeps straight. And I might die go. Great as a ball, time is a construct, then I can't wait all luck. Cause luck is a lady and life is a b. No telling who she gon' with a guy with the glasses and beard hmm that'd be weird anything could happen especially this year guess that i have to be geared ready for whatever this life will throw me for a loop when i'm nice and homie was sweet as italian ice then it got salty on me like rice aroni life is like a roller coaster am i supposed to fly or will i flop twists and turns and ups and downs i wonder will it stop fast and slow then backwards forwards no what's at the top i hear that click 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 and then it's gonna life is like a roller coaster am i supposed to fly or will i flop twists and turns and ups and downs i wonder will it stop fast and slow then backwards forwards no what's at the top i hear that click 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 and then it's gonna drop black pants same white bands same old Change my plans, new brain inside your hands Turn it up, let it bang my mans Feel those lows, hear those highs Cassette tape of my life, hear both sides A-side, where the hero rise And the B-side, where the hero dies Whole time, it happens at once The light in the dark, the back of the fronts The trial and error, the falls on my face Falling from grace and immaculate stunts Nailing the lane of a lane on a nail I'm finding success in the fail Seeing the strength in the frail The wins and the loss, but the win in myself yeah, life is like a roller coaster. Am I supposed to fly or will I flop? Twists and turns and ups and downs. I wonder will it stop? Fast and slow then backwards, forwards. No what's at the top. I hear that click, 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 and then it's gonna. Life is like a roller coaster. Am I supposed to fly or will I flop? Twists and turns and ups and downs. I wonder will it stop? Fast and slow then backwards, forwards. No what's at the top. I hear that.
that click, 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 and then it's gonna jump. Boom, swinging like a pendulum, surrounded by demons, I'm a friend of some. Pour a drink from all, send the rum, try to get a grip, I can't bend the thumb. Put your hands up high like my hopes are, get it together, I can go far. Living this life in the limelight, when my dark side is the co-star. Two halves in my old car, whole milk in the mug with a coffee at. Drive slow, yeah, taught me that. Wild out at the show, yeah, taught me that. It's been a rough year full of ups and downs, so much so that I might spaz. If all this weight doesn't lighten up, then I'm lighting up to light jazz. Life is like a roller coaster, am I supposed to fly? Or will I fly? Twists and turns and ups and downs, I wonder will it stop? Like a roller coaster, am I supposed to fly or will I flop? Twisting turns and ups and downs, I wonder will it stop? Fast and slow, then backwards, forwards, no what's at the top. I hear that click, 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 and then it's gonna drop. Alright, uh the the second track um that we're gonna hear is This All Too Shall Pass. Um, which was uh, the other one you sent me. Um, this one has a little uh, different feel to it. Um, this has more harmony in it than uh, than the than the first one, um, and you get to show off some of your singing ability as well. Um, <laughs> how 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 does uh, how did that one come about? Um, so that's actually the first song that I wrote um, that landed on that project. It was actually pretty much like the inspiration for all of the rest of it or really just to um yeah it was just the first one and it was just i wasn't having a great day um after like a string of just kind of not so such great events going on in my life and i just kind of like hit this point where i you know i started playing playing the beat and i just came up with that like little melody of like you know, like, I don't feel so good, like, but I know it won't last. And I think, like, sometimes you just, you need to admit to yourself that, like, you're not happy in the place that you're in. But you also have to understand that, like, that's not forever. Right. And I think a lot of people, you know, who are struggling, they get lost. You know, they, they don't feel great. And, they, and it feels like it's going to be forever. It feels like it's every single day. And... You know, and people get lost in that, and that can get, you know, obviously can get dangerous for, for certain people. Um, but I think even just saying certain things out loud, you know, and accepting where you are is helpful. And just be like, look, I don't feel great right now, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna be like this, you know, forever. So that's kind of where that song started. Um, and it just fell out of me. I think I was done writing it, you know, in an hour or two. Okay. Um, and, and it was just one of those things where you, and it was funny because I was in a really bad mood, you know, just down when I started it. But by the end of it, I felt great because like, and that's why, you know, I love writing. I love creating is like, I was so happy with the way that I was able to express how I felt negatively that I felt great. Like I felt really good about myself. I was like, you know what? If not, if not for nothing else, I can be happy about this. Right, it's got a good message behind it. It's uh, it's another one uh, when the listeners hear it, they're gonna, I think they're gonna like it quite a bit. Now, who's the female voice on this on this track? So yes, um, this is another kind of interesting story. Uh, 
that is a little behind the scenes. So the the female vocalist is Eva Hovanka, um, who at the time when I wrote this song um, was just somebody that I was aware of. Um, well, actually, pre I knew her just just for music. Um, but at the beginning of the when I actually composed this song, I had no intention of putting her on it. It was actually when I was in the studio recording, I was like, I was like, man, this really needs to be thicker. It would be awesome if I had, you know, a female vocalist. And of course, in the meantime, from when I wrote the song to when I recorded it, um, me and Ava had actually started dating. Um, and she's currently my girlfriend. Oh, uh, <laughs> we got two things so, out of this. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, you know, by the time I was recording it, I was like, oh, well, it would make the most sense to ask my incredibly talented girlfriend um, if she would be willing to back to back the vocals to give me a little bit extra help. Because to be honest, I don't really sing for anything. Um, <laughs> I, it's been something. It's been something I've been getting a little bit more into. Cause, right. You know, the, the melodies, the harmonies and all this stuff, like, I think it's always been there. But like as a rapper and especially like over the decades and growing up, like in the rap music I listened to, nobody sang. Like you're, if you're a rapper, you didn't sing. You know, it wasn't really till Drake came through and, and, uh, and kind of broke that barrier for a lot of people to where now it's perfectly fine for you to be a rapper who will also sing sometimes. Um and nobody has much of a problem with it, but it took me a while to like overcome that and to get comfortable with it. And on that track, it just, it just sounded a lot thicker and a lot fuller um, with her involved. Right. It's funny uh, when you, you bring up Drake as a rapper who sings, when I hear uh, singing and rappers singing, I, I immediately think of Bone Thugs and Harmony. So, (laughs) so, I mean, that's kind of like, you know, they get, it's, if, if you do it right, it's got a smooth flow to it. And uh, personally, um, in my opinion, that this song kind of hits that. Um, like I said, it, it reminded me right away of Bone Thugs and Harmony. So um, that's that's beautiful. I appreciate yeah. that because I'm a big Bone Thugs and Harmony fan. Right. And I never really made that. But but it's completely true. But they just did it. I mean, in such a way. I mean, that was the in harmony part. Right. Like where you could get, you know, a very kind of rough and tough group of guys in the mid 90s at like the height of gangster rap to be singing and have that be acceptable and not only be accepted like it was applauded and loved and nobody really tried to do it and nobody really has done it as a group since then like they were really unique in their ability um in their in their doing that which is which is really cool Uh, I don't feel so good
got me feeling clueless All the good old days I really do miss Us two in the stew cooking up with no beef Funny how the sunny days seem to seem so brief Now I need an umbrella drops falling on my head Running for the covers, crawling in my bed I don't wanna get up cause I'm feeling way down Feeling way down, can't wait to put the weight down It's all too heavy, floodgates broke levy Wanna run for the hills but something won't let me Let me to a ledge on the edge Don't push all the voices in my head Wish they would go shush Used to blow cuss, try to blow away the worry Weed and alcohol only made my vision blurry Hurry to heal the wounds, the war is on But it's always the darkest before the dawn I don't feel so good People go. I need to know, need the hot summer sun, same way we need the snow. Reminders of extremes, nightmares in our dreams, turning over new leaves, new chapters, new things necessary. So scary, why I hate change. Got me off track, derailing on my freight trains. Afraid of what's next, future suspect. Used to be just us, now that bus just wrecked. And it's laying on the side, breaking up a stride, making up a man, aching of my pride. Instinct is to hide, give my wounds a lick. Going crazy in my room like a lunatic. Darkness looms overhead. I wanna dodge it, withdrawing all your love, leaving nothing to deposit. Looking for the positive, hope I find you. Open up the clouds, let the light shine through. I don't feel Woo. so good. Now this is the part in the song I don't, where everybody I don't. just vibes out, claps their hands. I don't Cause you know that so will get better. Good. Even if you can't see it right now. I don't, I don't. Sing along. Hey. reasons why you're on today is you are scheduled to appear at the St. Paul Frozen Film Festival and your appearance is Saturday, February 10th. That'll be at the North Garden Theater at 9.30 p.m. 
That is the last night of the St. Paul Frozen Film Festival. Um, have you yeah. ever performed as part of a film fest before? No, no, not at all. Uh, we are you going to get uh, into Minnesota in time to see some of the films at all? I'm hoping that on Saturday, um, that maybe during the day, I'll be able to check some of them out. Because um, I definitely would love to. Like, you know, one thing as a as an artist that kind of is expanding. You know, I'm trying to expand my horizons in terms of, you know, just avenues for, you know, collaboration and places that my music can go. You know, film, especially independent film, is, you know, that's that's a huge one right there. Um, you know, so I'm looking to, to link up with, you know, some people, you know, some producers and filmmakers there and see, you know, maybe in the in the uh in the future if we can you know collaborate on something also too from just being in my music videos like i love acting or at least what i determine is acting so and i would kill to be in a film <laughs> of any length right for any role at any time you know i think that would be a lot of fun um you know so no i'm i'm super excited about it i'm, I'm excited about the opportunity that's why i took it um you know, they they hit me up and asked me if I was interested, and I was like, "Yeah, like, you know, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get out of where I am. Um, not that like it's a bad thing, but you gotta, you gotta spread your wings a little bit." Right. Um, and I saw this as an opportunity. You know, I know I've always heard great things about kind of like the hip hop scene out in the Twin Cities, so it was just, yeah, it was, it's just gonna be cool. I'm excited. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a good place to be if you want to rub some elbows with some independent filmmakers. There's a lot of them that'll be in town for that. So um, either locally here or from around the, the country and actually right. around the world. They had a couple of films I know last year uh, that were uh, international. I believe there's a couple more this year as well. Uh, will this be your first time in Minnesota? Yes, this will be my first time in Minnesota. All right, you're coming to St. Paul, one of the best cities there is, so... Uh, hey. there's a couple of uh, things. The winter carnival is uh, going to still be going on. So you'll be able to check out the ice castle and some snow sculptures if you feel adventurous. So. Oh, where, so where, where does that happen? Um, well, the, uh, ice castle is downtown St. Paul. Uh, it's the first one we've had in a while. We used to do an, an ice castle almost every year for this winter carnival. And then it started getting too expensive. So, um, but they built Understood. one. Yeah, they built one this year. Uh, the snow sculptures are at the state fairgrounds, and uh, there's all sorts of events that go on uh, during during uh, that week. They extended it uh, one week because of the Super Bowl. So, uh, cool. um, so there's a trying to get people who stick around for that that last week. So, um, what should uh, our festival goers expect from a, a brain wrap set? Um, that's, that's a great question. Uh, you know, I like to, I like to organize my set with like a, a certain kind of flow to it. Um, you know, a variety too, because I have a couple projects, mainly like two or three that I draw from that are, you know, kind of the most current, um, music because, you know, aside from, Aside from the newest one, Roller Coaster, like elevator music did a lot for me. Um, you know, that drew a lot of attention my way. Um, 
you know, around my area. So I still do songs from there. Um, but yeah, just variety, good energy. Um, really looking forward to connecting with the crowd. I don't know what to expect, you know, crowd-wise, size-wise. I don't know, but I like I love that because I'm very comfortable, basically, in any performance situation. The, you know, a lot of more intimate things are, you know, right up my alley. So, you know, I've, I still, to this day, will perform at open mics because I like the feeling of, like, looking people in their face while I'm performing and them looking in mine. And I can tell they're like, oh, okay, you know, they're interested or they're not or they don't like it or they do like it or they're just trying to pay attention. And I appreciate that, you know, those that awkwardness of sure. like being eye level with the people you're performing for, I think is pretty cool. And that can get lost, you know, the bigger your stages get. Right. Is that something that you had to uh, learn to appreciate uh, early on? Or is that something you've always just had as a mindset as far as seeing people's reactions? It's something that I think I always appreciated, but maybe didn't realize that I appreciated it until I did other things. Like, you know, doing those opening acts, like, they're cool. Uh, you know, like when I did when I did Jadakiss, it was sold out. You know, it's a thousand person capacity. The time we were performing, there's probably 800 people there. You know, ASAP Ferg, same thing. Like, you know, there's five, six, seven hundred people in the audience. Like, it's really cool. But there's just this gap a little bit, especially when the people don't know your music like they know the headliners. That's, I think, a different experience and one that I haven't had um, yet. But, you know, to appreciate, you know, the small, intimate things, like I think a lot of times that's where I flourished. And I've like, I've realized that over time. I think it was always something that I was kind of built for, but I didn't. I didn't fully appreciate it until, you know, probably more recently. Right. Now, um, there, as far as matching energy level, there, uh, the MC for the film festival, her name is Silly Miss Tilly. Yeah. She, she is a awesome uh, event host. Uh, she did, uh, hosts events at some, at some uh, uh, places here in St. Paul, but she is also a... I don't want to call her a balloon animal maker because she's more than that. She's more like a balloon sculptor. And yeah. I'm not sure what she has in store for being an MC. But if you are, when you meet her, if you see that she does have her balloons with her, you need to have her make you something because they are outstanding. Okay, cool. I will certainly ask her to make something. I'm excited. Yeah, I looked, I looked her up just a little bit, and I saw some of what you talked about, but not as in-depth. Right, it, she's a, she's incredible. You have to check her out. She's on Instagram and and uh, a lot of her uh, her work uh, she puts on there, and you'll just be floored at uh, what you see. Oh. So, but uh, definitely have a chance to to talk to her. She's a riot. So she's one of the the best uh, I think event MCs here in the Twin Cities. So check her out. Um, but awesome. as we uh, close this uh, podcast out, um, is there anything else that you want uh, to let? Uh, the listeners know either about you or about uh, about your music or, or what what's to come here on uh, February 10th oh that's a great um, great question no I mean we covered a lot of bases I just hope that you know whoever's listening they'll be able to come and maybe check out um, you know to come to the actual performance I think there's a lot of great people on that night I checked out some of the other artists as well um, 
And then just anybody listening, you know, follow my social media, message me, comment. I'm following people back. I like to talk to people. I love feedback. You know, I'm trying to, you know, I just try to be as much as the, the person that I am in the physical world, also in the digital world, which isn't always easy. But, you know, I, I definitely take my best swing at that. Um, and, yeah, I just, you know, I just appreciate the opportunity. It's, it's really cool that, you know, that people are including hip-hop in, into what they do, you know, at kind of all levels, you know, as, as someone who is a big part of the art and the culture, that's really important to me. And it's just always good to see that reflected and have that representation, you know, because especially in something like film where, you know, you're like, oh, well, you know, I don't hear a ton of hip hop and film scores, but like, but you do, you right. know, these things, you know, and the art, you know, regardless is that the, the, the arts go hand in hand with one another. So, you know, I just appreciate it. All right. Well, Brain Rap, thank you very much uh, for joining us. This is the, uh, the very first episode of the brand new podcast series that I'm kicking off here. So, hey, uh, I'm episode, I'm episode you're one. Episode one. So I, I appreciate you coming on, um, talking about uh, your music and uh, and what goes on uh, behind the scenes, kind of behind it. And, and uh, we look forward to seeing you, like I said, on February 10th at 9:30 at the North Garden Theater as part of the St. Paul Frozen Film Festival. Uh, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity. All right, that was Brain Rap from Columbia, Maryland, on our very first episode of the Saturday Morning Sleepin' Independent Artist Series. If you want more information on Brain Rap, you can follow him on Instagram, username Brain Rap, Twitter at Brain Rap, and also at BrainRap.com. That is rap with two P's, R-A-P-P. So thanks again to him. You can check him out, like we said, February 10th at 9.30, North Garden Theater, as part of the St. Paul Frozen Film Festival. For tickets and more information on the film festival, go to stpff.com. And you can also hear uh, the two tracks on this podcast on WFNULP 94.1 FM in St. Paul. Those will be played there as well. Thank you for listening to the very first episode. We hope to have many more. Have a good day.